Welcome to the Singers Unlimited podcast, a production of WBGO Studios. I'm Michael Bourne. We're going to be listening back on these shows through the WBGO archives. Some great interviews, some great performances from across the years of Singers Unlimited. And if I fell under the spell of your car, I would be caught in the undertow. So you see, I've got to say no, no, all, or nothing at all. That's my favorite Billie Holiday song from my favorite period of uh, Billie Holiday, and that's the uh, Verve years, all or nothing at all, with what I thought was the great band, second only to the Teddy Wilson and Lester Young band, but that's the band with Sweets Edison and Ben Webster and Jimmy Rolls and Red Mitchell and Alvin Stoller, but especially Barney Kessel. I think Barney Kessel and Billie Holiday connected just like Billie Holiday and Lester Young connected. That's my favorite. Other people love the early Billie Holiday and don't like Lady in Satin, the last album or the penultimate album. But Terry Roger, you love Lady in Satin. What is it about Lady in Satin? When you hear Billie Holiday sing on Lady in Satin, you just, I hear a whole life lived. You know, I just hear so much in her voice. Like I hear her, I can hear the life she lived. That's what bothers some people. You hear the you hear you hear the pain, hmm. but also you hear what it's done, what time has done to her voice, right? Because this thing, this record was pieced together from different yeah. from different takes, and and yet yet at the same time, that was there any record more human? Right, very human. You have a favorite on this? Uh, I record? love them all. I'm a fool to want you. Is so beautiful. Here's, Terry's favorite from uh, Terry's favorite Billy Holiday album. I'm a fool to want you. I'm a fool to want you. To want a love that can't be true. A love that's there for others too. I knew Billy's lawyer. He put this together with with Ray Ellis, the composer, and personally guaranteed that she'd show up, and she showed up. And it was rough getting through this record, but it's really a masterpiece of technology, but also it's a masterpiece of the human heart. I think definitely. I know. I know there are several takes on that album. Of some of the tunes. Terry Reuger is with me, and John Medigan is with me, and they have a new album out together called Ghost of Yesterday, Shades of Lady Day. How many albums have you done? Which one is this number? This is my fourth. And and did you just wake up one morning and think, okay, now we're going to do Lady Day? Well, it's a project I've been wanting to do for a long time since I first heard her voice um, many years ago, and I did a, a demo tape with the legendary stride pianist Butch Thompson, and I did all Billy tunes back then. And um, I just feel in this period of my life, it's time. it was time for me to pay tribute to her in this way. And uh, the album is very multidimensional. There are many different styles on it, showing 
the many sides of Lady Day, her pain, her deep blues, her joy, um, her you know sensuality, everything. People forget that there is joy in a lot of these songs. <laughs> exactly, and there is so much, especially in the early years. Especially in the early years, yes, indeed. And, and you said to John, hey, let's do a Lady Day record. And, and John, did you think that was a good idea? Absolutely. I mean, as long as I've known Terry, uh, which has been a couple of decades now, uh, that's all we ever talk about is Billie Holiday and how it, she was influenced by her, her vocal abilities and her connection to the soul of the music. Um, and uh, it just never ceased to amaze me that she was so driven by the music, first off, by listening to Billie Holiday in her her younger years. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just a lineage. I, I worked on the Complete Verve box, and I interviewed a couple of dozen singers, famous and new at the time, about what was great, and the recurring motif was the storytelling was the yeah. thing that influenced more people than anything else about listening to Billie Holiday. Did that appeal to you also? It definitely did. I, I feel she was a great storyteller, and that was carried on by people like um, Carmen Gray and Abby Lincoln as well. But um, just I was very captivated whenever I listened to her, and uh, I teach the history of jazz at SUNY New Paltz, and whenever I play her for my 70s students... They love her. They love Billie Holiday. I think when you listen to Billie Holiday speaking and Carmen McRae speaking, their voices singing is just their speaking voices musicalized right. in, in a way. And that's some of it. That's some of that. That's true. Yeah. Good well, point. Well, let's see how close your singing voice is to your speaking voice now. Because uh, one of the songs you wanted to do is the first Billie Holiday song I ever heard. And that was Them, Their Eyes. And okay. I'd never heard anybody sing like that. Right. So let's hear you sing your way. Okay. And I wrote some lyrics to an Ella Fitzgerald solo on this tune. She recorded with the Count Basie Band. Jerry Roiger, John Menegon. I fell in love with you first time I looked into Them, Their Eyes. You got a certain little cute way of flirting with Them, Their Eyes. They make me feel happy, they make me blue No starving, I'm falling, going in a great big way for you Jerry Roiger singing and John Menegon on the bass Dust falls in the night to chase the blues away Lester Young heard her sing and named her Lady Day Touch the hearts and the souls of all who heard her sing Unsurpassed in the joy that she could bring That's a song about Lady Day, and that song, you wrote the lyrics all yes, about Lady Day. I did. That song was given to me by a fantastic musician horn player David Fathead Newman who John worked with for about 10 years recorded with and David gave me the song and he said Terry I think this would be a good song for you to write some lyrics to so I did so John you never thought of that before before Fathead did afraid not <laughs> but okay. David was was passionate about that song um, and he had 
I believe he had recorded it or you yeah. played it with him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he go, did it you. as a ballad, actually. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Reiger and uh, John Menegon, you have been together musically a long time. Twenty six years. Going on twenty seven. Going on twenty seven. Did you get married before or after you started performing? After. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You needed Funny. to you needed to figure each other out musically <laughs> first? Definitely. Right. A must, yes. Well, we we were both very much uh, involved in in monks music, phonies yeah. monks music, and the first time we drove to uh, a gig together, um, we were play. I had some some monk on on the uh, tape cassette player that was back in the day. Yes, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, we just never stopped talking about it. So that was that was a great introduction. We actually musically. got married on his. Birthday. We didn't realize it when we were planning the wedding, but October tenth. Did, did you play and sing at your wedding? We did. Yes, we mm-hmm. played, and we had some friends of ours come and play as well. And we had some uh, some local. Um, well, I know David Fathead Newman was at our yeah. wedding, uh, and his wife Karen, and uh, a host of others from upstate. We had something called Monk Love. (laughs) So, speaking of Monk, why don't you do a Monk song? Okay. He would be celebrating his 100th birthday this year, so I think it's appropriate. This is a great tune uh, with lyrics by John Hendricks. Once you said you loved me, place no one above me. Prayed for me to make that vow. What dumb thing did I say? So busy picking flowers, say How I wish you'd ask me now That's all, brother If you've ever been in love And that's all, sister You know what I'm speaking of Comes a nightmare You can always stay awake. Comes depression, you may get another break. Comes love, nothing can be done. Terry Breuger is with me. John Menegon is with me. They come to WBGO to talk about and perform some songs. Uh, Billy Holiday, and Comes Love is not on your record. It's not. How did you pick what you did have on your, do have on your record? Well, I, I recorded about 18 songs, and um, I picked the 12 that I thought were the strongest and made more sense, the storyline. And yet, Comes Love, I think, shows up on more people's tributes to yeah. Billy Holiday than any other song, because it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I, I'm sure I'll record that one day. I have it on my on a demo, actually. Yeah. You picked out... Uh, Ghost of a Chance and What a Little Moonlight Can Do. That's one of the iconic, most iconic of all the songs. You don't know what love is. Fine and Mellow is Billy's own uh, blues. And uh, Then Their Eyes, you sang just a while before. Easy to remember. You you know what it means to miss New Orleans. And uh, the title song, Ghost of Yesterday, is one of the most haunting songs. It really is beautiful. It's almost like that's a song she should have recorded on Lady in Satin at the end, but she recorded it early on when she was young. Right, I agree. That was written by Irene Kitchings, who used to be married to 
Teddy Wilson. She was Irene Wilson. And Carmen McRae was her song plugger. Right. So Billy would come over and Carmen would sing these new songs like yeah. Some Other Spring. And and, and actually, uh, you know, Billy recorded one of the teenage Car- Carmen's songs also back then. It's all connected. Everything. It's all everything. connected. And another one is I'm Pulling Through. Yeah. That's gorgeous, too. It yeah. was really hard to pick what to put on the album because so many great tunes, you know. Did you actually go back to records and listen, and, or did you just stop and think, and what played in your head when you thought of Billie Holiday singing? I did a little bit of each, really, you know. You also, there's also some songs on here. Uh, talk about the song that opens the album, and that's Lady Day and John Coltrane. Well, that was written by the great Gil Scott Heron, and um, I think it's a song. It's a song about the power of Lady Day and John Coltrane to transform your mood and the energy. Because the song talks about how if you're feeling low, you just turn on some Lady Day and John Coltrane, and immediately you start feeling better about this world we live in. There's something about the great artists of this music that we love that really touches people differently than other music does. I totally agree. I mean, it's like, it's so life affirming and it, it's, you can identify with these people and their, the way they interpret songs and the words, the, um, you know, just their feeling that comes across when you hear a recording. I can never forget that when my grandson was asked, what music do you like? His answer was, the Beatles and Johnny Coltrane. Ah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's great. great. That's cute. So here's you singing uh, Gil Scott Heron, the song about Lady Day and uh, John Coltrane. Here's Terry Reiger. Living all of your days in darkness, let the sun shine through. Ever feel that somehow, somewhere you lost your way? And if you don't get help quick, you won't make it through the day. Could you call on Lady Day? Could you call on John Coltrane now? Because they, they'll wash your troubles, your troubles, your troubles, your troubles away. Terry Reuter, Shades of Lady Day. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? It's not a song I usually think of as a song sung by Billie Holiday. Well, you can see her singing it in this old black and white film called New Orleans, where she plays a maid and she sneaks down to Storyville at night to sit in with Louis Armstrong and his real band. And this is in the film. And you were listening to that. You thought of that when you wanted to put that on exactly. this album. On, yeah. on this album, who else is on this album? Roswell Rudd is on a couple of tracks. <laughs> he's wonderful. Yeah, he's on the New Orleans song, and he's on Fine and Mellow. He plays so great. Uh, Jay Collins plays uh, tenor saxophone and baritone sax on a few cuts, and uh, Wayne Hawkins is on piano. He's a he's from Kansas City, originally and lives up in Saratoga now. And, of course, John Menegon is on the bass. And Steve Williams 
on the drums, who played with Shirley Horn for 30 years. So it's really a real honor to have these people. Also, Steve Gorn, a Bansuri flute master, he plays flute and also plays clarinet on the New Orleans tune. And Rebecca Coop Franks on trumpet on the New Orleans tune. And I think, oh, Mark Juba on guitar yeah, as well. Right. And Abdul Maboop on percussion. <laughs> and John Medigan, you you arranged this album. Yes, I pretty much put uh, all my efforts into uh, coming up with some arrangements and, uh, you know, going through the process with Terry. Um, you know, we just kind of worked on some of the ideas together. But a lot of the times I would just sit down and come up with ideas. Um, and, uh, you know, I even have to ask myself, where do I come up with this? Well, how... You know, because it's really just an intuitive thing for for me. It's not like I sit down with a piece of paper and go, "Okay, this is what I'm going to write." It's just something comes to my to my ear, and um, before I know it, it just you know, it just unfolds. It happens very quickly on a on a deadline, like as in the night before. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Every couple I've known, singer and arranger. I've always asked this question. Was there a moment like at three in the morning when it's like, honey, honey, you know, on the bridge, B flat. And then you go right back to sleep. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of that, but yeah. um, I, I would wake up like at, I would say five o'clock in the morning and uh, just have an idea. And I'd run out to the to the studio where the piano is and I'd play a couple of things and then go, you know, I'm, I'm just going to make sure I record a little bit of this and then run back and hopefully try to get back to sleep. But uh, that's kind of the process that, that I go through. And we have a recording studio on our property, so it's right there. We okay. recorded this thing. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's right. We did. <laughs> I think Carl Perkins uh, wrote Blue Suede Shoes on, a, on an envelope <laughs> next to the bed. He got back to sleep a lot quicker than you, right. probably. <laughs> but, but, but speaking of you, speaking of John Menegon, he's, he, he's got a new album himself out with the the quartet East called Blue by Blues. It's B-L-E-W by Blues. And it's a tribute to someone who's inspired a couple of cats who've inspired you greatly. Absolutely. Well, certainly um, Charlie Hayden comes to mind. Um, in fact, a lot of this record was, was inspired through his music and my relationship with, with him on a personal level and also um, having played with some of the musicians that, uh, he had come up playing with, uh, most notably Dewey Redman, um, and uh, you know I wrote a tune uh, called "Him for Charlie," um, and uh, one of the songs on the album is called uh, "First Touch," which is kind of a play on words for one of Charlie's tunes called "First Song," which has been performed and recorded by many people. One of the first being, um, I think it was Enrico Pernunzi. Uh, with Billy Higgins and Charlie, I believe, and Abby Lincoln also wrote lyrics. Abby Lincoln to that one. wrote lyrics yeah. and and recorded it. Um, so there's a lot of crossover of uh, you know musical things that that kind of inspired me to write uh, this record. So you have singers on your first touch. Absolutely, yes. I have uh, Terry, my wife, on on vocals. I have uh, Marianne Duprofetis. Judy Silvano. Judy Silvano. Sarah James. And Sarah James. And they do some vocalizing. Uh, I even have them playing some percussion on some things. 
uh, and some improv. Um, so it's it's kind of a new endeavor in for me in that respect. And the the band itself, I mean, your your quartet East, uh, sort of a play on Quartet West, right? Exactly. Of, of yes. Charlie Hayden, but yeah. uh, Steve Williams again is on the drums, and yeah. Frank Kimbrough, who's just terrific on yeah. the piano, and mm. Joel Fromm, who can play anything, yes. is on the tenor sax. In fact, when I first met Joel. Um, when I was playing at Birdland with Dewey, and Joel uh, was asked to come and sit in at the last tune of the last set, and he was just in heaven because he really ad- admired Dewey's playing. And um, years later, when Dewey passed away, we did a couple of concerts together where um, we were playing Dewey's music, and Joel would uh, come through and, and, and play the music. He knew the music really well. So well, that relationship started, you know, ten, twelve years ago. Did you play with Dewey up in Montreal? Yes, I did at the Jesus Room. Yes, with Matt Wilson and Pat Metheny. Pat, that's right. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Dewey's sound on that night was like from the center of the earth, <laughs> in, yeah. of the depths of his soul. I'd never heard anybody play like that, like that night in that room. It was just. I mean, that's one of the greatest. I've been 25 years I'm going to Montreal, mm-hmm. and that's one of the greatest concerts of all. Well, I know they did write about it in the in the local paper there and saying that it was one of the top um, performances yeah, that people were talking about. And, uh, yeah, that was a special, special night. Always sure. then to hear Dewey and, and Charlie together, always, you know, also. Oh, yeah. and, but I'm sure this, you felt exactly the same when oh, you played. Yeah. So that's what you're feeling here on the... Uh, First touch, here's uh, John Menegon. Chance, a lyric by Bing Crosby and Ned Washington, but uh, that's a Terry Reiger singing, and uh, you wrote the lyric to the famous solo of Lester Young on that song. Yes, he actually did it as a ballad, but I, I sped it up, um, obviously. But that's how the song starts, and I've always been so intrigued with the relationship between Billy Holiday and Lester Young and how they complimented and inspired each other so much. So I love singing his solos. 
If you look at the sound of jazz, and it's 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 somewhere on a video from CBS when they when she sang fine and mellow and mm-hmm. and Prez and Hawk and Ben Webster all played mm-hmm. solos in that band. But there's this moment where she sings the lyric, and then it and then Lester Young plays the first solo, and they cut to this close up of Billie Holiday looking at him, and it says everything. It does on her yeah. face. She just was so pleased. I actually wrote lyrics to that Lester Young solo, too, that's on the record. But, yeah, you really saw her love for him. Just wonderful, just wonderful. Yeah. And 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 a fun record. Ghost of Yesterday, Shades of Lady Day is new from Terry Roiger. And uh, John Menegon plays bass and is the arranger. And uh, so now what next? We'd like to uh, do this tune that was often done by Billy and many other Great singers, I'm going to lock my heart and throw away the key. I'm going to lock my heart, throw away the key. Because I'm wise to all those tricks you played on me. I'm going to turn my back on love, snub the moon above, seal my windows up with tin so the love boat can't get in. I'm going to park my romance right along the curb. Terry Roiger and... Uh... John Menegon. Thanks for bopping by, kids. Ah, Michael, thank you so much. What a pleasure. pleasure. This was fun. Here's here's what we were talking about before. Here's from Billie Holiday with Lester Young on the great CBS telecast, The Sound of Jazz. My man don't love me, treats me all so mean. Singers Unlimited is produced for podcasts by Billy Robinson for WBGO Studios. Recordings engineered by Corey Goldberg. I'm Michael Bourne. Subscribe to the Singers Unlimited podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at WBGO.org. This has been a WBGO Studios production. To learn more about WBGO Studios' award-winning podcasts, special concerts, live streams, and more, visit wbgo.org slash studios.